0: It is episode 5, Afternoon Yap, with Chunk and Dinger. How do you like that intro song? Well, I I love that intro song. I wrote that intro song, but I kind of wanted to ask you, do you think that if I keep on sending letters to Ice Cube, that
1: he'll let us use one of his songs? Sure, sure. sure. I mean, you don't know unless you ask. (laughs) I... I had this whole campaign. Like one of my get-rich schemes was just to write lots of letters and ask for marginally large amounts of money from you know like hey Ice Cube just send me ten grand, uh, Oprah how about three grand here you know if you you eating ninety nine nos and one yes you're gonna make a lot of money. What's the
0: stamp cost? I think it's funny that as me and you have gotten older, I think you're the only guy that I know whose tastes I actually respect in music. Uh, the last time that I got in your car, we drove around and you were listening to Parliament Funkadelic, It Ain't Nothing But The Dog In Me. And my favorite part about that is you are the dinger dog. So I like to think that in your head you were going, It really isn't anything but the dog in me. I'm sorry.
1: That's That's my my theme song.
0: song. And I've been on this kick for Ice Cube for about the last six months after uh, Straight Outta Compton came on. I loved the guy when I was in college. I saw that movie and I was like, that's it. I'm buying his first three records and... You get in my car, and my wife gets in my car, and I'm listening to it, and I I, I think to myself, the outsiders have to be looking in on a chubby guy with glasses with a Zelda shirt that is rapping Ice Cube.
1: Yeah, and uh, Ice Cube doesn't pull any punches, you know, he says the dirty ways.
0: Well, I mean, you said the same thing that my wife said. You looked at me, and you were like, are you allowed to be listening to this? (laughs) And I said, why? Because he said a bunch of swear words, and you said, well, not only that, because... He used the N-word quite a few times, and I
1: was like, well, I mean, the guy, the guy's a little bit... Oh, angry. no, I, I don't think that was the thing. I, just, I thought that, you know, I don't know that, that you know, the white middle class was the target market for, for that album. Jeff, uh, I don't know why I don't like hip-hop at all. I don't, I don't like, like rap at all, but that
0: guy, he speaks to me. So, <laughs> I, we're on episode five. I'm going to keep emailing him. Can I please use your hit song, I'm the wrong N-word to F with. Can we please open that for our very white thirty-something video game podcast, or or we'll just use "Ain't Nothing But the Dog and Me" by Parliament Funkadelic? Well, yeah. The, the best thing, thing about, about that
1: is that, is that, that we don't, don't even we don't even know who to ask permission. Is that guy dead? <laughs> I don't know. I know
0: Ice Cube is still kicking around. He's still putting out. Are you there yet? Three and four. But, but no, I think, I think for, for the
1: thing with Parliament Funkadelic, Funkadelic and, and George Clinton, Clinton is that he. He really he had all these he signed all these record deals under different band names. Uh-huh. So he would, uh, so he would—it'd be, would be Parliament, P Funk, and George Clinton. Yeah, and they signed a record deal, and then they wouldn't like where it went. And then they're like, "Well, we have exclusive rights," and they're like, "Well, yeah, you have exclusive rights to P Funk and George Clinton, but this is." George Clinton's Clinton's Parliament Funktastic Delic, and they just add one extra trombone and another lady with green hair and they're like it's a different band well that's why I like you
0: these days because you are an onion Uh, if I were to get in your car 18 years ago I'd expect to hear 15 I'd expect to hear Green Day I'd expect to hear the Get Up Kids I hop in your car now and it's Weird 70s jazz, or, or what you were playing something for me about a month ago, and, and you were like, You gotta hear this. Like, I got this record from a buddy, and this is what jazz is, or this is what funk is. Do you, do you know who I'm talking about? No,
1: I don't even remember that. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> then you just made it up the whole time. <laughs> yeah, and that was all just a ploy, all yeah. nonsense. It was just it's your album, which fun. by the way, um, I found. Both of your albums that I have. Oh goodness gracious! Wh- which ones? Uh, chunk or Disoriented? Uh, I found Disoriented. I, I, I did a little cleaning out of the old garage and basement this uh, over the holiday. Disoriented—it's
0: a hot album. It's like so Jocks Burnouts. Great, Burnouts. great.
1: Yeah, I mean, he even has a real stamped-on cover and everything. I took the term Jocks
0: and Burnouts from a book about growing up in high school. And I just, Did you read said book? Nope. And I just I saw it on the internet and I was like, that's a really good name for a title. And the, uh, I had my buddy D. Mutchler draw the cover and it was basically supposed to be me getting yelled at by my parents. Pop rock in high school was so great, I mean everybody was going through the same issues and these are the issues in turn, girls, cigarettes, getting grounded. Maybe video games, but we never had any video game songs.
1: Right. Well, and I think yeah, I mean that was that was punk rock for the for the suburbia that we lived in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there was Those rock were our punk, punk rock, rock, rock. Problems. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we tried. We wanted to be punk rock. There's just nothing to really rebel
0: against. Uh, uh Daniel, there was so much going on this weekend. This is our late Thanksgiving episode, but it's going to be a Thanksgiving episode anyway. We call it the turkey game. time. We had we had a great football game. We had um we had Thanksgiving. Where, where did you go for Thanksgiving?
1: I, I didn't make it anywhere until till the, the Sunday of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I just so went to my folks' house. house and- no fights? No Trump versus. No, no, none of that stuff. We it was actually there was there was, there are a couple times where like the conversation steered that way and it we was were like I want to talk about stuffing. Somebody, stuffing in twenty sixteen. Yeah, somebody actually. It seemed like each time somebody actually did that. They're like, now hold on a second. Did you see that sporting event? Uh-huh. It was awful. Sporty that yeah, football yeah. game. Yeah. There was football in it, and and everyone kind of like nodded and took the cue to like, not, not go, go that way. way. So uh, incident free as all. Well, well not, not as always, always but you know, it's a good time. time. Rather tame. My,
0: my Thanksgiving was great. We were at my brother-in-law's house, and he's been over to my house before, and he wanted to build an arcade, or at least an arcade machine in his basement. So about a month ago, we mounted TV. We put a Sega Genesis inside of a, um, a bookshelf. We bought uh, joysticks, and we hooked up uh, a receiver, and... Dude, talk about one of the best Thanksgivings so, I've had in a while. Bookshelf okay. meaning the actual case? Just a crappy Walmart bookshelf for twenty. You turn it around and you put the guts on the inside of the bookshelf. We hooked up a Sega Genesis. We played uh, NBA Jam. I played the best game of NBA Jam of all. Oh man. man, you would have been so jealous. I was, I was like jealous playing, or proud. Proud. I was playing through you. So. <laughs> If you're playing, if you are playing and you are behind, you need to start throwing three pointers, right? Yep. So, don't throw it from the center court, go to the side of the court, mm-hmm. and that's when you just start sinking them deep. I was down, I was down probably six or seven points on the last quarter, and I came back. We went into double overtime, it was the best. NBA Did game. you win? Yes, I won, I won by one point. And uh, what else did we play? We played some Madden 97. Um, all you gotta do to win there is just throw Spinning. hail marys. Oh, yeah, hail marys! Moves. Yeah. Um, oh, oh! And I've been meaning to tell you this: RBI Baseball Three, which is almost exactly like RBI Baseball One, but better graphics, a little bit better sound, but essentially the same game.
1: On, on, on the, the Genesis. Game. On Sega
0: Genesis. And get this: there are black characters, unlike the NES, char- unless the, unlike the NES game where it's all big headed. Just white players.
1: Right, right. right. Well, well, I think that was just because they, they had limited color schemes. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that Maybe was, intentional. was intentional. I don't know. Uh, did you watch the parade? Did you watch Did you watch the dog show? No. I, I didn't even the know there was a dog, dog, dog show. Parade. I did catch part of the parade. I love the dog
0: show. Um, one of the giant schnauzers made it in. But they said something along the lines
1: of, what do you do, do, you do when you watch, watch the dog show? I just don't people. get it. It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. You're like, oh, look at that floppy dog. No, and not only that. That's but a they, big one. They
0: take it so seriously, to where they're like grabbing its jowls and its wiener and its legs, and they're stretching <laughs> it apart. <laughs> and they said the they said the funniest thing ever. They said, look at this dog. He is meant to uh, be athletic, be strong. And he is meant to run. I was like, "That's like my good buddy Dinner dog. <laughs> <laughs>
1: or, or every dog there is." He's, you know, I mean, what's different about that dog than any other dog? Uh, I had tickets to the Ohio State Michigan game. I and ended was, up
0: so I sold them. them. I got five hundred bucks though. Oh, Oh, five hundred. That's so. Amazing. Here's what it is: you can either have the memories of a lifetime that'll last an entire life.
1: One know, of the greatest games in Ohio State history. We
0: got burritos delivered to our door, <laughs> and we watched it inside with blankets. I don't, I don't know, know which one's better. See, you
1: know, I'll I'll admit that my my dad gave me and my little brother tickets years ago, and he's was the only counter. He's like, you can have them; they're your tickets. Just don't, don't sell them. And so this the thing was in. Maybe it was even in December, but it seems like it wouldn't have been anyway. Uh, snowing, it's cold. It's a noon start. You're trying to drink beverages, frothy beverages, at nine in the morning. How old were you? Oh, this is two or three years ago. Oh, recently. Yeah, so. Trying to, like, you know, trying to get going, trying to tailgate. We didn't really have a tailgate. It was freezing outside. you know And all, the, all around, you're like, you're having cold beers on a cold morning and somebody walks by and they're like, I need tickets, 400 each. And you're like, oh, man, I could just take the money and drink some delicious frothy beverages in the warmth of a bar yeah, my house yeah. and just have $400 in yeah. each of our pockets. But, you know, we went. Uh, I...
0: That was—I'm not a big football fan, you know this. What an exciting game!
1: Oh, it was—it was fantastic. I—I missed—I missed a lot of the key events through the middle because I went to go get chipotle during halftime, and I thought that would be a great idea. And it turns out there was like a buy one get one free deal, and so the line was out the door, and I was angry the whole time. But and you had to be wearing scarlet and gray to get the buy one get one free, and I was only wearing a gray shirt. Well, you know what I realized is I like that Urban
0: Meyer guy so much than that weird little sweater-cheating Melvin coach that we had a couple years ago. Trestle. Trestle. The guy, is a che- he looked like such a little wiener with those sweater vests on, and Urban Meyer was so cool, and luckily they didn't throw any water or throw any Gatorade on him. They won, and he just fell on the ground, and I was like, I really like that guy.
1: I get it, but i just worried that he's going to die every time. Is he, he unhealthy? Uh, well, well, he he, he does, does that stance, stance where his hand, his hands are on his knees yeah. and he's like leaning forward and then like, like I just I picture him saying it's, it's the big, big one, you know, <laughs> and and it's that's, that's funny, funny, but it's, how it's how not because he actually did, did leave coaching. coaching initially. Oh, is he a sick man? Well, for he had a heart attack and he was oh, like forty-four, you know, yeah. like too young to do that. Did, did we, we have, have this conversation on a? I don't think so. I would
0: not have been talking sports with you. And the Michigan fans were so. Oh my goodness, the look on their face was not just good enough to eat. <laughs> did you know that there was an election a couple weeks ago where the Democrats last and they were all sat? I mean, you'd go outside and you'd see a Democrat and you knew that it was a Democrat. That's how those Michigan fans look. They are just, the look of like, what, what happened? Like, where it took like a couple minutes to be like, how did we get here? How did this
1: happen? You know what I heard? I heard I several people to talk talking to my family and stuff like that that, that couldn't, couldn't take the drama.
0: Of, of the, the election or of the game? Of the game.
1: The game. Um, I know just left. There They're like, cal- I'm, I, I, turned I turned it off and then I waited to hear the cal- results. Our and good like- buddy
0: Kay Crisco, he could not watch any of the Cavs games because he would get so excited that he just was like, I'm not even watching it. It's not worth. It. At the end of the day, that score should not affect your day to day life, you right? Know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he and I think he realized that. But dude, it's episode five. Okay, okay, okay. Back, back on, on
1: back on point. We're gonna talk
0: video games, Jeff. Dinger, I am so excited. We're not gonna we're not gonna hit our fans. We're not gonna hit our four fans with easy targets. Every no, month. no, no.
1: I mean, for you four dedicated we're listeners, we're going way, way back in the vault. vault. But Jeff, I've got
0: a song for you. Does that not bring you back? To sophomore year in high school, when you were just a little dinger, just a little dinger, with a white t-shirt on, trying to make his way in this world. Just, just,
1: just, just the meanest melon, melon farmer, farmer there was. <laughs> was. Just, yeah, that that, that game, game. And of course, we're talking about Goldeneye. about GoldenEye. GoldenEye N64 released in
0: 1997.
1: Oh, brilliant! So I was 15.
0: Yes, it came out. It came out at the very beginning. So the N64 came out in '96, which was the beginning of our. Seventh grade year? And so I think that Goldeneye came out right before we were freshmen in high school. So late ninety seven. It wasn't early ninety seven. Uh but Goldeneye was the third best selling N sixty four game and it sold eight million copies. Wow. And which that's not all that much now, but like back then that was absolutely. Well, I mean how many sixty four so everybody, everybody
1: with a sixty four yeah, hat. Yeah,
0: because I mean the install base at that time. It only the console had only been around for like a year and a half. So, so
1: what were, were the other two?
0: Who, who would what be, beat it? Do I don't. Know? I didn't look into that. I would assume Mario sixty four, Mario Kart, maybe and Mario Kart, probably. Yeah,
1: yeah that was, I mean, but sixty four was like a. What, what did you, do you say, say the last episode like that was like a build-in or a came-with-it
0: game, it? right? Uh, a pack-in game, but Pack I, in, I don't yeah. think Goldeneye was ever a pack-in no, game. No, no, but, but 64,
1: 64, or 64, 64 might have been,
0: right? Y- yes, it probably was. what was my pack-in game? game. I didn't Star Fox. You said it was Star Fox. Oh, Star Fox, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, when I was looking, um, when I was researching the game, it was actually an originally an on-rails shooter like Sega Virtual Cop. So the game that we ended up getting was like a 3D...
1: Right, right so, so on rails, that, I mean, I think I remember like playing Virtual Cop, Cop where like you show, show up at a station, station. House of the Dead.
0: That is on rails where you do not move, the camera moves for you, and you are just pointing Yeah, at and you're just sure pointing it. top
1: right, top left, bottom right. Yeah, yeah and like, like, you, then so yeah, it will be like, you've cleared, you cleared the enemies. The, go ahead and the, 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 the laboratory. laboratory. And then, then it like, scrolls, like, scrolls you over to the next
0: pseudo, pseudo 3D level. So, I mean, I'm just going to hit you with the big questions. We're going to start on the campaign first. Um, I can remember so when this game came out this was the game that was important because it was a really good first-person shooter on consoles up until then you'd had like doom and and other PC games but this PC was, was Wolf- Wolfenstein yeah 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 and, and it got ported to other consoles but this was the first time that you were getting a new IP on a console that was actually really really good and I haven't played this game in well, I mean, I played the multiplayer recently, but just, like, prepping up for this episode, I was downstairs playing it in my basement, and the game surprisingly holds up. Uh, it's got a bunch of frame rate issues. If there's a lot going on on the screen, the game really, really slows down. But for me, in the 1997 N64 game, it actually looks pretty damn decent. It looks way better than I remember Turok looking.
1: Oh, yeah, it, it missed that, uh, like, 64... When I mean, you mentioned it with Star Fox, that, like, almost intentional, intentional angular, like, your nose is part yeah, of a trapezoid, trapezoid facing going on there. It's so funny. They they, they like
0: made the character models, and then it, they, it's like they photocopied their face and just put it on. Yeah, right. It didn't that, matter. Like that is were... Sean Bean's face on 006. Do you remember You know Sean Bean is? Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to go through the levels with you real quick. I wrote down some of the things that I kind of remember in Treasure, and then hopefully you can fill in some of the gaps. Do you remember the first level, which is the dam? So what I remember about that level is... Running around, shooting a bunch of people, and not knowing what to do. And uh, finally, like, half an hour has gone by. And do you remember what you do at the end of that level? You bungee jump. Off you bungee side. jump.
1: Yeah. Well, didn't you watch the film?
0: I'll be honest with you. No. I, I think I've maybe watched that movie twice. And I'm sure he does it. and I'm sure it's Pierce Brosnan, and he's just uh, well. I mean, it was sexy. yeah. I mean,
1: it was. It, I mean, it was the, the
0: nineties, dude. <laughs> <too>. Like, <laughs> what you know, What else is Bond gonna was do? It, was he connected by his foot, or was he connected by his chest? Was he smoking? I, I don't know. Uh, probably all foot and chest and smoking. No, it was. I, he should have made out with a chick, thrown her over the dam, like she dies, and then he bungee jumps to save her. I think it. what
1: happened is he. No, no, that's, that's not, not Bond what Bond would do. Bond he wouldn't Bond kill her. Would he would push, push her off the, the dam, bungee jump, jump to save her. Uh, and then, then and then she would she be like so grateful, so that, grateful that and forget me, that he was so the one that actually pushed her off the <laughs> dam to begin with. How funny would it be if they're like bungee jumping mid midair, he's like shaking a martini?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, honey, have you yeah. been here before? I mean,
1: <laughs> Some <laughs> of the times I don't know how well that. I mean, we're we're onto the Bond films now, but sometimes they don't stand up real well. And that was, the, that, was the, that was the so '90s beginning to the '90s Bond film. Uh, The
0: next level is the facility level. So the game, the way that it works is it's very frustrating for me to play because I remember being a kid and this is a first-person shooter game where there's actually like objectives. So it's not like you start the level... You start shooting a bunch of people. You, get you can't just run way. away. It's yeah. done. Yeah. So I was playing this and I did exactly what I did when I was 15 years old where I killed everybody. They, these people keep on coming down the steps and shooting them, shooting them, shooting them. I'm like, well, this is stupid. I see an exit. I run to the exit. Mission failed. And I'm right. like, are you kidding me? gotta yeah, look at your
1: watch and you get the yeah. objectives.
0: That's exactly what happened. I was supposed to place like explosives on like coolant tanks or something like right. that right and that's what i meant yeah to um, find
1: the proximity or the remote line and put it on the, the coolant tanks again just, just like the uh fine film uh is the, i, I guess, guess i guess the, the, i guess the game
0: basically really follows the film very well it, it does and that the
1: facility, facility was, was the moment like, like that, that was the, the that's, that's that's the, the first you came right? out of the bathroom stall right on top of the guy yeah yeah. Does like, that happen I mean, in the movie? Yeah.
0: No way. I just forgot. I just thought that the developers were weirdos. And like they're like, we're going to peep in on him. Like, the first guy that you kill in the game, or at least in that level, poor guy's on the toilet. Right, I
1: mean, he shouldn't have been there. And then the
0: other guy hears something, and he comes into the toilet, and he's like, John, are you okay? And he's like, no, I'm dead on the toilet. And well, then you It like, depends like on like if you're how patient patient, right? or You can, can just wait for him to open,
1: open it up and, like, look, look, look. He doesn't, doesn't necessarily, necessarily do the, like, what question mark, like. Siphon Filter or whatever. Did, did you play that game stealth or did you just run and gun? Uh, depends. So, so as I mean, you go, I mean, did you, well, let's get to the heart of the question. Did you beat the game? Um, I never owned the
0: game, so I don't think that I ever beat the game. Okay. Because I-, I rented it a million times. I uh, drug Mart. Yeah, the, the games were dollar. Save like you the yeah. runner up. I rented that game constantly. I never even owned it until 2001 when I was in college at Toledo, and I remember looking at my buddy and I was like, "We gotta go get, we gotta go get Goldeneye and play it right now." And that's st- the, still the same copy that you were looking at downstairs when we were playing. Right. right.
1: So, so there then, were three. There were three levels, and each time, like, like the, the leveling up, like, like so easy medium. Hard or whatever, and it was Agent Double Yeah, it's like Double it. O, and Secret Agent, or, I or Agent cool Secret one. Agent Double yeah. Agent. That's what it is. And then, so, so to, to beat, beat it on Double which I never did, you have to play stealth. Yeah, like, like I mean, the certain levels, levels, they they, they don't, don't. There's, they don't, don't, there's don't no way around it to, to hit the, the objectives. You have to, have to do, do it that way. Well, they
0: like when I was doing my research, like
1: I don't remember any of this. They
0: said characters can hear gunshots, and if they hear the gunshots full rush toward you. I was a kid, man. I just grabbed a gun and just shoot and just shot him until No, was dead. so
1: the very next level if my memory serves, the next level is like the airport. Yeah, it's runway. the runway and you escape in the plane. I played that level. That was like, you know, your go-to. I didn't have time to beat the game, yeah, so like what go to your favorite levels. Yeah, that was one of them. So because you would you could you'd come out in a conveyor right yeah, away. Yeah. And then uh, the first guy was just a Russian walking and you would either... I think you... Oh, there were grenades right away. So she... Sn- oh, actually, you came off the conveyor, shot the, the guy, guy in the building, building, went around the corner to get the grenades, came out, and through the tunnel, you could lob a grenade right below the guy. And the best thing about this game was the, fr- you could, like, launch a player.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, you could launch a...
1: Like, if you timed it just right and had the grenade... And, of course, he didn't hear the grenade land beside him or anything like that. Launch him into the air. Uh, and then if you were you know that would bring everybody running but you could also snipe him and then run all the way to the far right from there and find the tank to... there was a, that was the level where you find the tank and then you shoot the guns and then i
0: i you might be confusing that level tor- is that, is that right at the beginning you can play with the tank twice in the game because i know you can play with a the tank again. there's a whole there's the a whole level, level
1: where you're only in the tank yeah okay okay,
0: okay. you can you can you yeah. no, it's, it's staggering how much more you know about this than i do so I'm either <laughs> you played this to death which I believe that you did that's why we made this an episode or your memory is better than mine which I don't think that it is no. but the way that this game was packaged was it was like 18 levels and they were play them one at a time and that was the point of the game you just it wasn't sitting down and playing the campaign it was just you'd find a level that you'd like and you'd play it over and over and I played, over I played over the
1: over train over and over and over, over and again. again that was one of my favorite okay. levels Sorry. Sorry. We'll we'll go we'll go to the next level.
0: Surface one. It says you power down the calm dish. I think that's like the that first snow level.
1: First snow level, and that's where you first get the club, which is a terrible weapon, but it's it's uh, it's the first kind of automatic that you get. That's not like an AK or not an AK. Yeah, uh, whatever. A kulish to So you know,
0: you know what I love about the N sixty four is as I was playing that level. And if you are outside, if you look at the trees, they aren't 3D trees. They're just like these flat it's paper <laughs> trees. And it's, you make the best of the technology you got. And the, the graphics, I, I was even looking at downstairs on my TV. I'm like, this does not look bad for this era of gaming and for a, a console shooter. It, and it didn't look bad. Actually, Actually there was,
1: I think you got the sniper right, li- rifle in that level as well.
0: I wanted to ask you a question. So, you get the sniper rifle in the first level. How the hell do you snipe? How do you look... I couldn't figure out how to look down the sights. Can you? And you look down the
1: sights and you can snipe people? Well, they're, you don't You, don't, you don't, don't necessarily look down, down, down the sights. Uh, although, it kind of zooms and then you still have that like red crosshair as it moves around. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Okay, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, bunker. Okay, so this is the first... I think that there's... Uh, There's one bunker, and when you're in there, uh, you photo the main video screen. I do remember that this is one of my favorite multiplayer levels, but do you remember much about that level? from? It was kind of a a get-through-that-one, yeah. Uh, The silo. So, when I was coming up with this episode, when I was thinking of ideas, one of my first thoughts of Goldeneye is playing the silo level and grabbing your explosives and throwing it on that bomb and then what you do is you sit outside of the door you shoot the bomb and then you try to see how far you can get through the level before you because the bomb keeps on blowing up the tunnel right. Did you ever used to do that no no oh man I just there's, there's, the no, way the there's no way I'm the I'm, only one no I'm sure you did
1: I was more of a, like that was just where you because you had to save a certain amount of scientists in that level there's so many different levels where you have to and
0: I assumed you just probably took those bombs and just threw it on a scientist <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they sit there in the shade no no <laughs> and, you're and you're like a meat 14 40- your, own. <laughs> <laughs> your parents wonder like oh man what's wrong with this kid
0: uh frigid uh, the aircraft carrier the blocky aircraft carrier that's another level where you have to save a bunch of hostages that's a difficult part about the game is there's a bunch of uh missions that you have to do inside of each mission and it's easy to mess one up because those guys just run right in front of you so you'll be shooting all of these enemies and a civilian will shoot come in front of you and you'll kill them and then it'll be like you killed too many civilians right uh, so that, that was the first
1: time where you got like an American assault rifle. Or I, love, I love
0: that you remember like the guns in this game. I mean, I played, like your I played this is game pure. <laughs> I mean, it's not; it is rich. I, I played, played this game more. quite a bit. So, I am going to digress for two seconds. How did you get this game?
1: I have no uh, see. See, that's, that's the, the difference. difference. Like, I remember everything about the game. I have no idea how I got. You didn't it. Didn't get it for Christmas? So I'm sure it was, it was a gift, 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 but I don't. I don't again, again, like that 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 console was like joint. It was technically technically my little brother's, brothers, but but jointly owned, so I don't know if that would have been a gift for him or for me or or what. There's a second level on the surface. I stole it. Snow
0: again. There's flat trees again. There's a second level in the bunker, and this is another memory that I have where you have to steal the key from the guard and you have to rescue Natalia. Ooh. And I remember Natalia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I don't. I I didn't try it when I was researching the game recently, but I think you can chop her and kill her. Right, like right at the beginning, if you yeah. really want to mess up the mission. I think that you can. I think you can kill. I mean,
1: I think for you can kill her throughout
0: the. Yeah. She has a long drawn out mission, but that's all. That's all that I remember from that uh, statue, which is the next level. That's another outs- I think that you have to like uncover a secret operative in that and then there's like a that's where you find
1: out like what double six was is back it's not, not dead, dead. Uh, Spoiler
0: archives which is the next level which is just a badass level I, this is you have to escape from interrogation so you wake up and you're on a table and I, I'm assuming this happened in the movies and there's two guards that are pointing guns at you right. and I think you can dispatch them any way you want to I think you can just run up and start chopping up slappers, slappers only yeah slap just slap 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 <laughs> right um. Yep. so where were we oh uh the
1: street that's, that's the, the tank, tank race.
0: race and you know what I was downstairs and I found the tank and I couldn't figure out how to get into the tank so I was like screw it I just ran through the level shooting everybody there's a bunch of dudes with rocket launchers so I was like bobbing and weaving to miss the rocket launchers I got all the way to the end of the level now let's
1: talk about your control style here because so that was where where I kind of advanced past like my average you know, multiplayer, multiplayer competition, competition. It was, it was with the C, C buttons. Yeah. You, you, with your strafing. Yeah. Did you, you really do that? Yeah. You, oh, man, I never did that. Once you strafe,
0: that. you... Oh, man. Uh, I mean, I strafed a bunch on, like, PC games like Doom, but I think my brain just didn't understand using an N64 controller for that kind of... Meal. Right,
1: so that was that. And that was actually kind of a, um, a setup to, I yes. guess, maybe modern controlling. Mode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you would have your, your right hand or your left hand on the, the middle part of the three bumps of the with the thumb roller thing whatever you want joystick i guess and the trigger behind it and then your other hand that were on the other thing and then you move your thumb up to the c buttons and left c and right c would strafe left and right and then you could face up and down without actually aiming um
0: the next level is the train, and i played that level when i was downstairs Nothing remarkable about it, but you seem to love it.
1: It was a, a tough, tough level. level. I mean, I it's, guess it was just very difficult. It's
0: extremely linear. You just go from room to room to room and just murdering people. Right. And I find it funny if you shoot at boxes, the boxes explode. Like of course. What's inside, inside of the box The explode? Also, you're,
1: you're in Russia. In, <laughs> in Russia, <laughs> boxes explode. Uh,
0: the control room. Okay. Uh, oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I passed. Uh, the next level is the jungle. Yeah. And I remember this specifically from being a kid. And I remember it being... So frustrating. Like, I would only beat it if I was really careful. and Because I think... You can get can, lost. Well, not only can you get lost, but I think your whole mission is to, like, kill turret guns. Which can take you out from real, real far away. So Correct. you can easily die if you're not careful right at the beginning. And of then the you have to level. protect Natalia, yeah. Nice. And yeah. And that's the thing. You can get all the way to the end and they're like, Natalia's died. You fail and you're like, are you kidding me with this? The next level, control. This is another very specific chunk moment in my life because the control starts out where you are with Natalia in an elevator and this is one of the first games <laughs> where you can do stuff to an NPC that's a non-playable character and I remember I was like, we're in an elevator pull out my pistol, I'm going to see how many times I can shoot this girl in the foot before she dies <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times? 10 times foot ten, Yeah, ten, 10 foot, foot, shots. Yeah, ten foot shots so you shoot her about 4 times in the foot she goes, oh, oh Oh, about five times she winces in pain. Like and and I'm And you're laughing. And I'm laughing <laughs> and I'm laughing and I'm laughing. And I had I had this memory when I was playing this downstairs. I can vividly remember being fifteen years old and pausing it at this level and being like, Man, it's Sunday. I gotta wake up and go to school for the next five days and being depressed. And and then that made me depressed. And I was like, I'm How? 34 years old, and the happiest times of my life, I was just as miserable then as I am
1: now. See, and that's funny because okay, when you think, think about that, and then we, I, I can, can just—I you know, always picture, picture like the over-the-shoulder the over the 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 moment feet feet where like you're down, down in your in your basement, shooting Natalia in the foot over and over again, and like laughing and laughing, and you know, and and Mrs. Mama Trunk comes down and and looks over your shoulder and is just like, "What's wrong with that boy?" And you have to understand before you judge us that. We didn't have anything to do. Oh. We were, I mean, it was, it was like, well, this is the ninety-eighth time I've played yeah, this. I yeah. wonder what happens if I do yeah, this. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was going to go much um, more Freudian than than it did.
0: Uh, the next level is the caverns. That is basically like the end of the game level, where there's tons of enemies on the screen. Uh, it really displays kind of there is if once a bunch of enemies show up on the screen, the 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 the, the the, uh, the game really, really slows down. Oh, that down. game is real, I, I, it, that's it really... That's one has of my least it, it favorite levels. It really has a frame rate problems And and then there's two levels at the end, the Cradle and the Aztec. And I remember going over to my buddy's L Sellers' house and playing his game and being like, what are these levels? And I guess if you beat the game, you unlock... The last level. And if you beat the game on 007, you get the second last level. So you get the Cradle and the Aztec. I don't remember anything special about them. Are they just really, really hard levels? Or do they have anything to do with the story?
1: So they do have stuff to do with the story. The the Cradle, you're actually on the satellite. Uh That's the Cradle that is the mission. So you're finishing the game. The Aztec does not. As far as I'm I know, it has nothing just, to do with it. Is Aztec I, even in the movie? I don't think so because I think you like open the thing. I think I remember like Jaws being there or something. So you you open the, and you can have the Moonraker laser, and it's uh-huh. it's just a hard hard level. And that one that's why I couldn't beat the game on Double O. Well,
0: see, so that's the campaign. So I want to talk a little bit about the multiplayer. Did you know that the multiplayer was a last minute decision by Rare? They added it in the game at the last minute because they thought they would help sell copies, and it ended up being like the big part of the game. I mean, as much
1: as I played the campaign, that was just I would only play the campaign if no one else wanted to play with me. And so. That oh man, that changed my that that was a defining moment for video games for me.
0: Who who did you play that game with? My brothers and, yeah.
1: and my and pops. Oh, before his fingers stopped working. Well, I mean, they didn't work real well then, to tell you the truth. Uh, but he was kind of like the guy running around like. I would love to
0: see your dad as odd job with his gun pointed against a corner and you're like, Daddy, what are you doing? And you turn around and he's just drinking bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll be there in a second. Son. We had all these rules
1: though. No odd job was a yeah, yeah, no
0: odd job I think was everybody's rules. That's just bogus. Why'd they even put him in the game? You have to huh. aim down at him to shoot him.
1: No odd job. And then all the variations of, of the multiplayer, because when you beat more levels, and how depends on how you beat them, you'd have all the cheats, right? Mm-hmm. So you, so you could, could do, like one of my favorites, favorites was you know, mine, proximity, proximity mines, mines only. only or, or Proximity mines was my absolute favorite. There was nothing
0: wonderful about knowing where the proximity mines were, collecting a bunch, throwing them on walls, going back, collecting them again, throwing them on walls, and just sitting there. With your hand on your watch, going, oh boy, you better not run. Oh, that's remote mines. Proximity. Oh, remote yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: proximity okay. mines. We, we, because that was another thing that I don't know if a lot of people realize. I think it was like trigger and a like. So you, the thing with, with remote mines is you would throw them. Uh-huh. Like it, it didn't. You would have to plan ahead, like you're saying, mm-hmm. or you'd have to so cycle like, through your way. weapons. To get to the watch, to the bottom I always just use remote mines. That was my thing. But with remote mines, you can actually th- explode well, the them when you're throwing, because it's like I think it's like, like, think it's like trigger and A, was that would automatically detonate them, and so you it didn't it have to like cycle through, through your weapons to actually to get to the watch. I remember uh, playing with a good buddy, G Hunt. Or the saw bear, The Elbera. El- El- so I don't
0: usually make fun of people that play games cheap because you've played Street Fighter with me. You've played Mortal Kombat with me. I will exploit anything in order to beat the other person. Okay. This guy, this dude, bro, he knew where spawn points were. So if you were playing against him, he would shoot you dead and he would run to where you were at. You would wake up, boom, shoot you dead again. I was like... So dude, this, dude, bear. Like, what are you doing? This is this is not fun. I'm glad
1: you brought him up because, uh, you know, not to make it about the bear, but uh, and not to you know, to my own horn too much, but he's the only guy that ever gave me a run for my money on multiplayer. Did
0: time. you guys ever have like rematches or put any money on it or? Anything I, I don't like think. That. I think we only played a few times, and it was it was this like big
1: standoff thing where it was like there was lots of talk beforehand. Yeah, and I think we only played a few times because it was more like, you know, if you're if you're the greatest in the world, you might. You might not want to get beat.
0: Well, that's the thing, too, is I think about this game the way that I think about Virtua Tennis is you can get really, really competitive at it, and I remember being so competitive at Virtua Tennis that there was a handful of buddies where I was like, I don't really want to play with you in this. I think it'll be a little bit too intense. I think it'll ruin our evenings. Right. Um, So I don't want to talk about how I got the projector, Jeff, so please don't bring that up, but in college, I got a projector from a friend of mine, and... I remember I had a hallway and they would show up and they would we'd be having like parties at our house and they'd walk by my room and they'd do that kind of like double take and they would walk into my room. There'd be four or five of us in there and they'd be like, dude, is this GoldenEye on a projector? And I'd be like, dude, sit down, man. You have no idea what's (laughs) happening.
1: GoldenEye on a 120 inch screen on a wall. We got cigarettes. (laughs) We got frothy beverages. Maybe, maybe maybe, not. not. Some other stuff. Sit Sit down. down. That That was uh... was, a... GoldenEye stuck around. I mean, so that would have been, what,
0: 2005? So that would have been eight years after the game came out. But, like, the allure of GoldenEye stuck around as a competitive multiplayer. It's not as good as Mario Kart. It will never be as good as Mario Kart. But I think it it holds that special place in our hearts as the first multiplayer competitive shooter couch (sighs) co-op video game.
1: So, I don't know. I mean, is it better than Mario Kart? I I think that where Mario Kart holds the advantage is you're, the curve, right? So from, from rookie to like competitive and in, in Mario Kart multiplayer is not that far. Yeah. It's pretty... Whereas like when you're talking about 007 or Goldeneye to me... You were just not at it. Well, I'm talking to you, like memorizing spawn points. I'm like, yeah, well, you, you didn't know, know. You, you didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I'm the stupid junk. Yeah, well, I mean, and you knew exactly where all the the primo weapons were based uh-huh. on what level. Uh, real quick, favorite multiplayer level. Um, I. Um, I'll take it. I, the complex for me. You had. I don't know if you remember, can recall that one. It's. It was. We actually. We played my brothers and my dad and I actually made up King of the Hill games to play in that so elaborate how do you do King of the Hill oh well, basically, basically so the, the complex, complex has like two ramps two up to elevated positions, two and, two positions. Two and so we would say, say like, hey like, you know your yeah, job brother, brother, brother number brother, three is to hold this, this elevated position, position and I'll come and try and get you my, like, my favorite level was the bunker and I remember I was playing it
0: downstairs I was playing and I ingrained in my brain is that big video screen that in the campaign you take a picture of but in the the multiplayer level. And, and the bunker is also the level where you can go outside into the snow. Yeah. And on both sides of the big screen are these big glass walls. And I can remember just running around throwing remote mines. <laughs> and then throwing remote mines. And then throwing remote mines. It, in this day and age, when you make a game that has a campaign and you have competitive multiplayer levels, you change up the, the multiplayer levels so it plays like a multiplayer game. Nope. They just said, hey... We need another mode in this game. Just take that exact same level, pull all the enemies out of it, block a couple of doors, boom, that's our multiplayer. Right. So you, I remember spending a lot of times just running around looking for the other person. And then it's so funny to see them walking up to you and you go, Oh, no! Oh! And the, the interaction is only two seconds because it's, it's whoever gets out the shot.
1: Right. Well, that's I mean, I mean that was, again, the, depending on the game mode. Uh, license to Kill... It, that's
0: is that that's not Golden Gun.
1: So Golden Gun is
0: one. Golden shoot, gun one is, the Golden one
1: kill. Gun is kills you with so one what, shot. What's less than to kill? Any hit kills. Oh, I'd even slap anything. Slapper, whatever. So oh. that was you know that's how you added your wrinkles, and that's why you yeah. know I I loved this game, but then Perfect Dark was an add on to this game for me. Well, the, the,
0: the Perfect Dark was the spiritual successor. So it came out a couple of years later. The graphics looked better. It basically kind of had the same format where it was. A really good campaign, but the, the graphics in Perfect Dark were so much better because it was one of the games that had that N64 expansion pack. Do you right. Remember that, so that made everything look a little bit sharper. But I never that was so that was that came out in 2000. I had a Dreamcast by then. I had a PlayStation One by then. So I was kind of I was kind of moved over on, I was yeah. kind of over the N64. So I didn't play too much Perfect Dark. But we'll touch on Perfect Dark for a split second if you have got a couple comments to make about well, it. Well, just, just a, the
1: multiplayer, multiplayer in that was. Just refined, just not. Nah. Yeah, it was even because you could add uh, non-human bots or whatever you wanted to. And you, you could play King of the Hill, which we were playing ourselves like with our own rules. So so there's been a couple of games that have come out since
0: then. And I wanted to ask you about them because there was a Wii version that came out about four or five years ago. And I was really excited about it because I was like, hey, they're going to redo Goldeneye. But then I borrowed it from you and it isn't – it's not a remake. It's actually a reimagining. So they take the ideas – and they take the levels, but they they kind of update it for current consoles. I didn't like it, man. I played half of the, of damn, and I was like, uh, this. I wanted I wanted a remake. I didn't want to reimagine it. Yeah. Did you play the whole thing.
1: I beat it on principle, but that was and it was a challenge. Yeah. it was like it was, it was like, like taking your medicine, medicine or doing your homework to get through that. Plus, I mean, the oh, actually, I was, I was trying to think, to think if this system. was the one where you needed. I think I had the like. Num truck, not the num truck control, not the numb truck control, the complex controller, the the regular controller, because I think if you didn't have that controller, you had to like do the point and shoot, and that was just as much fun as you would think it would be. Not fun. Not fun. And then
0: I guess this uh, like either last summer or this summer something on PC it came out. It's called Goldeneye Source 5.0. It is a free game, um, and it is used. Uh, it is made using the Valve Source engine. So if you think of uh, games that are made by Valve, um, Half-Life 3, and there's a handful of other ones. But it's actually 25 of the maps and 10 game modes um, with updated PC graphics. It looks awesome, and it's free to play. I haven't tried it yet. I just saw a bunch of trailers. But I so would wrap- that
1: be on Steam? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right. All, right. All right! We are uh, PC people! Uh, I know what I'm talking okay. about, kind of. So that is
0: that is... I, I loved talking to you sure about it. Share forget, man. I couldn't believe that you knew... Remember guns and stuff like that. Oh, I mean, The memory I've, of this game is just precise. Oh, loved it. So, let's take a commercial. Let's take a break and listen to our... Help me out. Uh, I
1: don't know. I, don't, I mean, who knows who this, this week's sponsor is going to be. Quit potty
0: break and then we'll hear from our sponsors. Dinger Dog, I didn't get to make it home for Thanksgiving this year,
1: did you? Oh, uh, well, I did, did make it home, but... I missed out on, you know, this is the Thanksgiving edition of the app, Yeah. and one of the things about Thanksgiving is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, biggest bar night of the year. Yeah,
0: I mean, everybody shows up, it doesn't matter if you like them, it doesn't matter if they're young or old, you're going to go to the bar and it's going to be a high school reunion.
1: Right, but let's say, let's pretend like you and I couldn't make it there. Maybe you've got to go to a spouse's hometown, maybe you or traveling I hate it I don't even want to what think about, about
0: this what are you going to do I don't know I sit in my room and
1: cry yes well good, good thing we have have you heard of the you have the hometown bar the app right I no what is it well okay well this is a hometown bar the this app. is an expansion on hometown bar okay holiday edition oh no so, you see so I guess I gotta go back and explain what hometown bar is okay but, uh, the, uh, holiday edition is this Hometown Bar Holiday Edition is an app on your phone, on your iPhone, that will randomly FaceTime people from high school. Oh goodness gracious! All at, of at them? The, people I know? People I didn't know? Whoever, and and at the most inopportune times. But, so,
0: but Jeff, what am I supposed to do if I don't even remember their name? What if What if they FaceTime and I'm like, hey,
1: you? Well, that's the point. You see, we're bringing you at we at Hometown App holiday or hometown bar holiday edition want you to to simulate the experience of that wednesday night jeff i don't don't even
0: have to spend 80 bucks at the bar i won't even i can i can brown out on my
1: own time sure sure you could be driving in your car trying to find directions and all of a sudden it's that girl from chemistry jeff sophomore year that you kind of had a crush on but only because only in the frameworks of that chemistry class she was you know of the chemistry class you liked her the best what's her name you don't know know? can they give me
0: a business card via the app maybe they could fax it to me is that part of the app I, 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 I don't know
1: uh, well, Jeff, that in, in development, sir. Danger
0: Dog, that is the one thing that I am missing about going home is going to the bar and just being placed in awkward situations where I'm faced to drink more and more and more because I'm running into people that A, I didn't hang around with, or B, I don't know their names, or C, hey, there's my ex-girlfriend over there. I wonder how long we're going to look at each other before we actually have to go and talk to each other. Is there an ex-girlfriend edition? Is it an add-on? Oh, so, well, if you
1: froze for a little bit more... Does we, she want to break my heart a second time? For for just a few dollars more, we will add on the ex girlfriend package, which actually you know, with the with the holiday edition, randomly dials up the amount of times that it will be your ex girlfriend or an ex girlfriend <laughs> or actually, and then there's a, there's quite a big personality test that comes along with this people you really wish were your girlfriend, that's a little extra more. So
0: if, if people that you wish
1: you were a girlfriend, they look good, it
0: actually reduces weight, and if it is an ex-girlfriend, can I pay more money so they look fatter so
1: I feel better about myself? No. No, no it's the exact opposite. Shit. <laughs> the, game is, the, the, the goal is to make you feel worse. Oh, so, that's right. When, is... we, when we field tested this, it's a, basically we sold a bunch of alcohol. So, like, for example, one of our field tests was we had we had a, we had a, a tester trying to look at uh, their Google Maps, and then they all of a sudden FaceTime somebody, and they instead of going to the school they were going to for their kids' conference, pulled right in, and went to the bar, <laughs> started drinking because that's, that's the only way they could get through. Because you can't hang up. That's the that's the brilliant thing about that. Yeah, you we can't
0: charge if you get hung yeah, up. On yeah, it. yeah, you
1: cannot hit end. And neither can they. So you're stuck. If you want to use your phone, you have to get through this 10 minutes or, well, there's the 10 minute, the 15 minute, and the so ultra edition. I
0: thought that after I turned 28, I made the decision not to go back to my hometown where I grew up and when I went to high school and not have these really super awkward interactions. But what you're telling me is, is I can download a, an app on my phone, pay nine ninety nine per season or per month, and I can get it.
1: You can get that for free, except for it's nine ninety nine. And you, here's the thing: we've done some research, and we know that you really did want that. Oh yes, I did.
0: I did. I really did. <laughs> so uh, I, I was avoiding it on accident.
1: Well, no, you were avoiding it out of your own stupidity. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so uh, we can bring you, believe it or not, can bad I experience.
0: Can I, now, how do I pay for guilt? Because. In, in this situation, I want to say something inappropriate to the bartender who was my buddy's ex-girlfriend, and how do I relive that experience? I just do it on my own, right? Because now I have the technology right from Well, the me.
1: technology... I, well, there's an app for that. Come That's on. the thing. We, it's here. It's in your pocket. You can do that. And with the timing feature, you're going to do it. Eventually, you're going to do it. Ten minutes is a long time to talk to somebody face-to-face that you don't remember her name. So... You're gonna, you're, you'll feel that guilt, and we'll bring it to you for 9.99 a month.
0: This is called the hometown bar holiday edition. Yeah,
1: hometown bar is the app we all know and love. This is the holiday edition that actually simulates that Thanksgiving Eve moment. Uh, so, coming to you, 9.99. Just, just hit that button. It'll Come to you. You can randomly FaceTime all of the people you didn't know, you didn't know, you didn't want to see. I am so excited. Let's do it.
0: Digger Dog, we are back for the last remaining minutes of our podcast. Exciting um, minutes. So we were trying to film this weekend. You had busy stuff going on in your film. lives. Or no, I'm sorry. We were trying to record the podcast this weekend. You had busy stuff going on in your lives. I bugged the hell out of you. I ended up spending the entire weekend with my wife, which was awesome. Um, but we did a couple of things. So did you know that the new Gilmore Girls are back after
1: 10 years? The Gilmore Girls are back. Did you ever watch that series? I didn't. Well... I watched that series because roommates of mine, um... Jay Portner? Well, yeah, just roommates of mine, unnamed roommates, loved that show. So
0: I'll never be facetious enough to say that it's a bad show. It's not a bad show. It went on for seven seasons. They brought it back on Netflix because it's obviously popular, but it is literally a show about two women. Mother and daughter? Mother and daughter that are just so self-centered and so awful and... It's like a, it's like a free pass for women. So like sex in the city is kind of like, go out and sleep with a bunch of dudes. You're an independent woman, go do that. Gilmore Girls is kind of like that, but it's kind of toned down. It's, it deals with a mother and a daughter where the mom treats men as bad as she possibly can. She breaks up with them and the daughter does the exact same thing. And at the end of it, you're clapping your hands. So at the end of this new season, we I watched the entire four episodes an hour and a half with it, with my wife. She sleeps with a married... The daughter sleeps with a married man. Are they the same people? Like the... Same, same actors. They brought all the same actors back.
1: Just... And are they in Vermont somewhere? I'm trying to uh, recall
0: it, the... It's some... Yeah, it's some, some yeah, snowy, where... beautiful city. But okay. that's Gilmore Girls. Don't waste your time with it. I wanted to tell you a story. I played Monopoly with my wife for the very first time. And so I bought, Man. I bought. I haven't played Monopoly probably in 20 years. And I have a Lord of the Rings edition that I bought for use at a bookstore. And it's awesome because it's Lord of the Rings. And I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. And yeah. every every little property that you can buy up is different Lord of the Rings things. But my wife is so super competitive. And 45 minutes into the, mo- end of the game... I'm winning, and she looks at me, and she's like, you're not playing this right. And I was like, <laughs> what do you mean I'm not playing it right? She says, when you play this game, you have to be willing to trade properties. And I was like, honey, you don't have anything that I want.
1: Oh, man. This goes
0: back and forth and back and forth. And finally, like, they've reinvented Monopoly, where they realize that the game is kind of
1: nonsense, where it just goes back Wait, so and so forth. Right, for, so my joke forth. was going to be 45 minutes, so you're like a quarter of
0: the way in. Or back maybe. and forth. Well, because you can... You can uh, you can sell the property you have back to the bank to get more money and stuff right. like that. So, that was my Saturday. I was trying to get you to come over to record. You kept on giving me kind of kind of nonsense. I was like Jeff. I was like we we need to record. And you said to me, Chuck, I don't care about you. I don't care about the afternoon yap. I think you're a chubby monster. And I was like, Dinger dog, what's going on
1: here? That sounds about right. And then and then. <laughs> you know after like I guess I'm trying to paint this picture accurately it's like um, several text messages they're not just like so let's go 12 instances of 5 text blasts yeah I'm just like, what are we doing? What are we doing? This blah, blah, blah. and I, then, and then I have to give the phone to my wife. Oh right, no, the cold this is where out the car. No, right. out. Sick. you let the let the <laughs> dog off the chain and just let <laughs> she, her. She is the best too, because you're like,
0: look, we're super busy, and Katie's like, no big deal, we'll come to you,
1: <laughs> we'll come to you. And they're like, no, no, you're not understanding. This is, the, I'm I'm saying the thing, the nice things are. This is the easy letdown. Uh, and she's like, every time I would have a nice easy letdown, it would be like. Oh, no, we have an answer for that. Um, so, and, and another thing that we did this weekend
0: was I learned we were watching this show called The Mindy Project and they were drinking 40s. And Katie, and she told me that she's never drank a 40 and like my eyes just lit up and I was like, you never did what? It, it, like not even a 40 ounce of beer? Just a, No, never had. She's like, what is it? I was like, it's malt liquor. It tastes terrible. I was like, uh, if you drink one, you're pretty good. If you drink two, you're, you're done. real good to go. Yeah. And my good
1: friend D. Mutchler, can drink three. And I I've only <laughs> seen it one time. I I only, I only ever made it to two and a half before everything got gray to black.
0: <laughs> I just my eyes just lit up, but I was like, what were you doing with your life? Playing sports? Like, well, yeah, you yeah, like gotta
1: drink forties, getting good grades, be working your way to becoming mostly a doctor. Yeah. The, the, why weren't you du- duct taping du- gross malt du- liquor to your hands and living life? In the few minutes that we have left in the episode, I do want to uh, review uh,
0: the new Wii U game. It's called Paper Mario Color Splash. There's been lots of Paper Marios that have come out since the N64 days. Um, so I think you saw some of the game. The game is beautiful. It's It's got this incredible Nintendo cutesy presentation where everything looks like it's cut out of cardboard. Um the the big the big thing against it is did you play any of the Mario RPGs by chance
1: uh no i kind of tried to do, i tried but you know like i like i'm pretty much a you know a melon farmer sure, about my sure. about my marios i want my yeah. side
0: scrolling you want to just jump on heads and keep moving yeah. so they they're moving away from the rpg elements which is One of the reasons that I have played these games from the beginning. So this is more
1: of like I thought you were like dealing like I not really because I thought I mean from what I saw and I just watched it like a preview was that you ran it if you hit an enemy that was like show your cards and like so you do run into random attacks but you don't gain any
0: kind of experience points after an attack so that is the big problem with the game is you you are constantly in battle and the battle has nothing to do with the game so. Enemies will jump out in front of you, and you're constantly trying to dodge them because they're. It's not fun, right? So, so you don't so, get anything for beating them. So and it, so, what you're seeing is is when you go into a battle, you have this kind of card system where you look at this deck of cards that you have, and they're all uh, weapons that you can use against the enemy. You fill them with paint. Um, you are looking at your bottom screen. Once they're filled with paint, you uh, swipe your hands. Am I already boring you? Like that is, you know, a fifty percent of the game, and is. You're looking down at your screen, you're, and it's just an excuse to just use the Wii U gamepad, and it's not. Oh, you're flicking it at like a out.
1: tablet or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, like an old RPG game or in old, old Mario RPG games, you would just have kind of like a standard attack, but then you could sp- pick specials, and you could. That's not the case for this game. Um, I will give it some credit. Uh, the game does have just awesome writing. Um, I wrote down some of the things that I saw in the five or six hours that I've played. At the beginning of the game, you run into one of the toads, and and he's inside of his house, and he opens up in his window, and he says, "You want to come in? I've uh I've got an awesome sound system. It won't get weird." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think I, I think you showed me that. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm on a beach, and there's a beach party, and the toad comes up to me, and he goes, "The beach party is starting soon. Have fun, conformist." And like that is brilliant writing for like a grown-up, but like a kid would be like, "What are you talking about?" Well, that's the thing. The kids is? are gonna run around and,
1: and just uh regurgitate, though, and not really know the meaning. Uh, there's another line where Peach...
0: So I guess when the game came out, like a lot of nerdy Nintendo fans saw what you saw, and they were just not impressed. And there was actually a petition to stop making the game. How little how little other things do you have in your life where you're actually signing a petition saying, hey, Nintendo, don't create this game.
1: Stop whatever you're doing creatively. We don't care about it. I don't know. I mean, I would rather than... Take that energy and say instead of stop this, just. But can I have a? I mean, like the We Wii, Wii U Mario. What was it called? Mario Brothers Wii U. Right? Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, Super Mario Three D World. But so, the, the RPG, right? the, the
0: Mario RPG games, the Paper Mario games. There's even Mario Luigi games that are on the Game Boy that are excellent. When they mix like RPG elements with like Mario characters, and they have the smart writing and the really good gameplay, they're some of the best games ever. So the, when this game came out, it was getting sixes and sevens, and I was like, listen, i I I love the presentation. I love the Mario. RPG games, I'm going to get this game. But the combat is so frustrating that I, it came out like six weeks ago. I've paid maybe six or seven hours on. And it's not a game where I find myself like hours are kind of eating away. Like You're I'll not play, like, oh man, it's an midnight. And I'll be like, man, this
1: is stressful. Cool. yeah.
0: And not only that, it's, it's one of those games where... And I feel like... I need a I 40. I feel stupid. Yeah, I need a 40 <laughs> ounce. And I feel stupid because... It's kind of like Zelda where I, I'm i not observant enough to know what to do next and the levels are big enough where I have to like look at a strategy guide and then that completely pulls me out of the game. Like the game, we'll play it sometime, I'll show it to you. Like the presentation is beautiful, like it's got all these great ideas but there's there's a few ideas that they messed up so big that is keeping me from playing this game and the game is a 60 hour game and I may maybe five or six hours into it and I... Have, Kind of barely scratched the surface. Um, but the quote that I was getting at is a Peach, you know, Princess Peach, your girlfriend. She says, I love going on message boards. I'm a daisy guy. I love going on message boards and complaining about games I've never heard of. So not only... Firing the back. is firing back
1: at the very people
0: that are about to buy this game.
1: Well, then we're going to buy it anyway. That I mean, that's brilliant because it's like, for you, I mean... If you're writing if you're signing a petition to stop a game in a particular way, you're already so invested in Nintendo's product that they already have your money. They probably already have invested your money. That you're going to buy that game even if you're really angry. You might feel angry about I bought it.
0: it. They got my 60 bucks. Yep. The game is beautiful. I'd want to play it, but it's like 60 hours and I'm going to keep on trying to play it, but it's going to be very exhausting. I'm giving the game a 6 right now. And I, I, I'm going to have you try it. I think you might like it, but there's a lot going against it. My- and the big thing is is that this is one of the, the last big Wii U releases. So there's this game, and then next June is when the next Zelda game
1: comes out. And we've had nothing in terms of Wii U releases. So hey, that's my review. I, I love it. My, my petition to Nintendo is keep giving me Side School or Mario's. I don't care what gimmick and It has to be a squirrel suit or an astronaut suit or whatever suit changes this time i'll take it so um, same thing we talked about
0: 40s and i want you to know that i am working on a script for a movie and it's called dingazoid the party bro and it's going to be a movie where your character dingazoid is a space alien and he comes to earth and he teaches us how to party he doesn't teach us how to love he doesn't teach us how to stop being at war that guy just teaches us how to party and he teaches us how to party with 40 ounces
1: do I have time for my script I've been writing about yes, you? Yes, yes, yes. So this, this it's called Captain Chunk and the Lake Erie Happy Pirates, <laughs> and you, the captain, have decided that the only thing that's left to pillage in the world is people, other people's fun. So you're out on Lake Erie with your other uh, happy pirates, and they're a bunch of happy people, and you go and you steal people's fun. You board their boat, you take their beer, and you basically crash their parties.
0: Jeff, me and you were, Dinger got me and you were best friends, and you're saying that I'm a, I'm a, a party crasher? No. I'm, you, I'm telling you that you're a space alien that is coming to Earth and teaching me how to party. I want to learn how to party. Well,
1: you're the sequel. Captain Chunk and the Lake Erie Happy Pirates is the sequel to whatever Dinger Zoid did in the
0: so listen, I'll keep on writing Ice Cube. He's gonna he's gonna be in our theme song. I'm gonna keep work on working on this script. I apparently I'm gonna play you in Golden sometime soon. Uh, we are gonna download the app so we can hang out with all the o's that we haven't seen in ten years. Especially our ex-girlfriends. But this has been episode five.